This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Isn't it heartwarming that the childhood games that we all have still resonate and have a special place in, in people's hearts in the present day? Bearing in mind how many distractions there are around at the moment and how good like electronic tech is with Nintendo Switches and Steam Decks and PS5s, etc. Uh, I, I took a game with us to La Rochelle. We went to La Rochelle the other week, which seems like about five years ago now, but it was only the other week we were in La Rochelle doing our radio show uh, there on, on, a, on pilgrimage to the Tricolor GCSE textbook. And I thought just when I was about to leave the house... Uh, this was on my first journey before I got my COVID passport wrong and had to come back again. But as I was about to leave the house, I, I chucked in my bag uh, a game that I used to play a lot with my family. We used to go on family holidays to Swanage in the 80s, a game called Pass the Pigs. Uh, and it's a weird it's a weird little game. You to get two weighted rubber pigs that you throw onto the table. You get a little old-fashioned uh, Nana-style biro and a score sheet. And basically, the, the way that the pigs land on the table... Uh, gives you a different score and you keep going you push your luck and if you if you mess up uh, and, and the pigs land in a certain way uh, then you lose your money back to zero I believe it's called an oinker uh, and, and the, the joy of it was we sat around in the bar um, on the second night in La Rochelle having a few French beers and, and passing the pigs not a euphemism just playing the game and it was so much fun and in and, and the uh, some of the different uh, names of the way the pigs can land I think was part of the joy of playing it as the leaning jowler the double snouter, a trotter, a, ra- a razorback is if the pig lands on its back with its uh, legs up in the air. Uh, pig out is when you get one on each side. That means you, you, you're back to zero for that turn. Oinker, uh, which I, it was incorrect terminology for me earlier on, uh, is when they land on top of each other as well. But it was an amazing night, an amazing game. It, it, it kind of uh, uh, ascended to a, a legendary status in the home time crowd, didn't it? The mob. When I was younger, one of my best mates had passed the pigs uh, in their family and they always talked about playing past the pigs. I never played it uh, and actually thought to myself, that's a bit tragic, crazy game, just chucking around pigs. I feel like I've missed out of 45 years of pig action because it was the first time I played it in La Rochelle. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. And some of the comments we got uh, when we mentioned it, just very briefly on the show, uh, when we were in La Rochelle, uh, it's just been amazing. You know, our very own Dave Berry from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio says, pass the pigs, holiday staple in his house. Uh, this lad called James on Twitter says, love it, brilliant game. Uh, and it's just, we just thought we just wanted to put it out there, bearing in mind that there, there clearly is a love still for this game uh, amongst all the electronic distractions, like we said earlier on. If you have played Pass the Pigs or Pass the Pigs has a special place in your heart or your family's heart, we just want to test the waters with this. Get in touch with us now. You can text us 81215. Chris says, I'm a veteran. Have you achieved a double-leaning jowler yet? I don't think we did. Uh, uh, P. <laughs> Dizzle says, you can now get past the pugs. It's even become dog-based. Uh, here's another piece of terminology for you. And I think uh, a reminder, people will be playing this plenty at the moment. Ian says, we took our set to Corfu years ago, played it in the airport terminal while waiting to fly home. People were looking at us like we'd gone mad as we were shouting, making bacon. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's audience interaction as well, which is great. So look, it seems like uh, enough people are into this uh, for us to go to the next stage. Almost like you've unlocked level two of the Home Time Show 24-hour plan with Pass the Pigs. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that we came up with quite late last night when we were still talking about this in our WhatsApp group. <laughs> what if Richie and I live streamed a game of us lot, the Home Time team, playing past the pigs just like we did in la rochelle it was very boisterous a game of uh, past the pigs on absolute radio's instagram tomorrow at 3 p.m do you think enough people would be up for watching us do that on a live stream 
I'm still fully committed to this as an idea and 100% believe in it because people will watch anything on a live stream or like a webcam these days. They'll watch anything. And this is a great game. And you, did you win it? I believe you might have won. There was quite, it was quite a dramatic battle that we had in the bar in La Rochelle. Did you, you, you came from behind to win it, I believe, Richie. Is that correct? It's it's a hundred percent correct, and it's it's partially why I'm pushing for us to do this because I'm obviously good at it. He's got making bacon tr- uh, champion 2022 La Rochelle t-shirt <laughs> made up as we speak. Uh, <laughs> so look, uh, tomorrow then 3 p.m. Uh, Absolute Radio's Instagram page. We're going to do an Instagram story live. Okay, so you'll be able to watch it and chip in with comments about how it's going. Put that in your diaries. But whilst we're on the subject of stuff like this, be honest. Have you spent time watching someone do something unusual online, whether it's a live stream or just an odd YouTube video? We want to hear about it. 8 12 15 to text the show. Uh, Dave Bassett, great name in Kent, says, Guys, I got my past the pigs from Harrods in 1988. I was working in the King's Road on the tools as a bricklayer. Harrods had a dress code, but me and my workmates still managed to sneak in and buy some. Maybe with ripped jeans and a scruffy jacket was deemed high fashion. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this text here says pigs, as we call it, is an absolute staple for a family holiday. It is also in our house a tradition at Christmas while we have our pigs in blankets. Wow, so they're eating pigs and playing pigs at the same time. <laughs> eating them and then passing them a little bit later. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of orgy. <laughs> not like that, just not in a weird way. Like a fun orgy. Oh, God. Uh, Peter's hanging on. Uh, Peter, what's uh, what's the deal in your household? Uh, we've been playing it for the last 20 years. And uh, just after lockdown, I bought my sister another version of the inflatable ones, which they're about two foot tall, inflatable <laughs> past the pigs. They are fantastic. Well, so what, you, you go out in the garden and play with it life-size, a little bit like Giant Jenga in an Alferkin pub back in the day in the 90s. <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. My little brother's currently looking at me, rolling his eyes. He doesn't enjoy the game. I don't know why. <laughs> Heresy. Uh, so if they're inflatable, like, do they get taken with the wind at all? Because the, the ones we were playing with in the hotel bar, they're pretty weighted. Yeah, so um, they're about, yeah, about two foot inflatable ones. You're supposed to throw them up six foot high. And, yeah, they, if it's a windy day, they do go all over the place. Imagine that. Imagine accidentally getting taken out by uh, an erroneously thrown pig in a garden party. No, oh, no, you've got to get them. They are brilliant. They're on Amazon. They're about £10, I think. Uh, Peter, one other question of you. Would you be interested in watching a live stream of Bush and myself and the home time team playing past the pigs tomorrow before the show? Yeah, and I'm sure my sister as well, who's a big fan of Past the Pigs, would be into that. Superb. Well, it will be on Absolute Radio's Instagram account, at Absolute Radio. We're in talks with Sky Sports 3 as well. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> Lovely. Well, we're, current, we're on our way camping um, on Friday, and we'll be taking all three versions with us as well. So we'll have a, a whole week of Past the Pigs every night. Amazing. Love it. Uh, with the love that we are seeing for Past the Pigs, we're pretty sure we're going to break the internet. Uh, Colin, when was Pigs in your life? Um, I served in the army through the sort of late 70s through the late 80s. And Past the Pigs was a very popular game in most of the squadron regimental bars um, where we actually played it for drinks. Uh, so you can imagine, um, yeah, there was a few very unhealthy-looking people staggering around after a few games of that. But 
I've actually still got sex wow. sitting at home. So when we were at the height of kind of the Cold War, when we you know, I mean, I know tensions about at the moment, but it was like proper knife edge stuff in, in the 80s and everything, lots of stuff going on. You guys were de-stressing with a hearty game of past the pigs in, in the mess in the mess zone or whatever the, the actual phrase is for it. Yeah, absolutely we were. Um, I mean, to be honest, we were the fittest bunch of functioning alcoholics the world's ever seen because we <laughs> spent most of our time either on exercise or raging drunk. So, yes, um, past six was very popular because it was a, a great way of drinking without actually just sort of sitting there and going, let's just drink. We were actually doing something. So, yeah, brilliant game. Um, brings back... Well, I would say memories, but I don't have many memories from there. It's all a bit of a blur. <laughs> Just imagine, though, one one bounce of a pig the wrong way and a military decision could have been taken a completely different way. Oh, absolutely. Imagine. I mean, all, all the Russians had to do at that time was invade on a Friday night. Um, and they wouldn't have found <laughs> a sober soldier to fight back. So, yeah. Well, they can use that in the next army army advert. That'll be great. Thanks for that. All right, no worries. Cheers. Bye. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I feel like I've reached a watershed moment in my life in that I thought maybe I still had a bit of partying left in me. And then I've gone and rented this thing. I've gone online and rented this thing that is essentially being the called final orders, last orders on my, on my life of being a, a party guy. Uh, we are going to Bristol next week for a few days to go and visit family and friends. Used to live in Bristol back in the day. Uh, and now that we've got three kids, uh, I had to buy a bigger, more boring car. But we've still got no room to put anything in. So I've had to go and rent a roof box for the car, which is, I would say, the most boring thing I've ever paid out money to rent in my entire life. Do you know what? I didn't realise that you could rent a roof box. So you are at least ahead of me on that. You're not quite as uh, uncool as you think. Well, I mean, I think we'd probably have got one by now if we had a garage or anything. We haven't got any anywhere to store anything in this house. Do you know what I mean? So rental is the only option. But, I, you know, it's not cheap. It's incredibly boring. It's not yeah. like I'm, I'm renting like uh, jet skis for the weekend or something. It's a flipping roof box. I feel like my life Can- might be over. Am I, am I overreacting to this? Um, well, first of all, first of all, can I just as a friend remind you, your car is now taller with a roof box on. Don't you go driving into those multi-stories again. Stay away from Brentwood. Brentford NCP, (laughs) Brentwood MTP. That's where it happened before. But secondly, in solidarity, I think it is something that happens. I remember a good few years back now, I took out for hire for the weekend, and it might be right up there with hiring a roof box. I hired a wooden floor sanding machine. Oh, my word. What were you, what were you doing? I mean, obviously sanding, but I, I didn't have you down as someone that would sand a floor. Took up some carpets, discovered there was parquet flooring and decided to restore it myself. But it's basically like mowing a floor. <laughs> Is that therapeutic? I imagine that'd be quite therapeutic doing that. No, it's really hot and really, really dusty and it's just disgusting. Well, do you know what that is up there? Roof box, pretty boring. Whatever that spinny, polishy thing is that you uh, hired, <laughs> that's pretty boring. Carl says he... I, I didn't know this was a thing. He he hired a fire pit at a campsite. Who who hires fire pits? We, we've done that before. They they bring over this little metal structure and then they put it in front of your, your, where you're camping and that. But I always think, like, camping with no fire is just like, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? You've got to have oh. a fire, haven't you? I would agree with you on that, but if you haven't got a fire pit, surely you just go completely primeval and you've got, like, sticks on the floor. You're not allowed. You're not allowed in modern campsites. No, I can't never come anywhere. (laughs) It's like the old... 
Oh, have you never camped? I've never camped. I'm not a camper. I didn't know you'd never camped before in your life. No, only once on a festival. I can see another home time expedition on the horizon, Richie. Let's mark that one down in the book. We'll make that happen. Uh, Upper Gladys Blue on Twitter says he rented a kettle whilst on holiday in Spain. What about that? Uh, And then Slippy says, Many years ago for my birthday, my parents rented a video player and seven films, which all needed watching by the next day. One of those films was The Deer Hunter. I'm now 52 and I've never forgotten how bored I was having to watch it because it had been rented just for me. (laughs) Getting some stick on the text already here. Uh, Andy from Bristol says... Oh, Bush, we've got a roof box and nowhere to store it. The beauty of a roof box, mate, is it's stuck to the roof of your car, storage included. Yeah, I know, I get that. I get that point. But I've hired one, and I'm, it's really boring, and I'm just being honest about it, OK? But um, we'll have to give it back at the end, I'm afraid. Sorry, Andy. Uh, Simon's in Redditch saying that the most boring thing he's ever rented, a whacker plate for his patio. What on earth is a whacker plate? If you lay in a patio, uh, you need sort of like a, a softened whacker uh, for getting the uh, the slabs down straight. So that's what he's got. I think you can uh, get that over the counter at Chemist now. You don't even have to like have an appointment or anything. <laughs> um, Chris, what is the most boring thing you've rented? A garden roller. Not once, but twice. You have hired a garden roller twice. How does that even, like, get delivered to your house? Because they're, like, really heavy, aren't they? Like a steamroller. Well, the, the first time it was all right because it was at a hire shop and it had a car park. But the second time it was, um, I realised the place I'd hired it from had no car park, so I had to drag it along a, an A-road <laughs> into the car. <laughs> Chris, you sound like a man after my own heart. I love my lawn as if it's uh, my fourth child and I weep at the state of it at the moment in these uh, parched conditions. Um, You're another man who takes pride in his lawn? Is that why you're hiring a roller? I've tried tried grass seed. Last year it didn't work. So then this summer we've got it redone with new turf. So no need for a roller anymore. So... Wow, and Richie, Richie was on this show just a couple of nights ago suggesting maybe he might even spray it with green spray paint to cheat a little bit. Have you ever thought about doing that? No, that would kill it. That would kill it? it, apparently, yeah. Oh. So you don't want to put anything on it. You don't want to even water it at night. There's, there's a, I don't know, it, it's very complicated. Well, why don't you guys Sorry? knock the whole turf thing on the head, right, and I'll buy you both some butcher's grass, some fake astroturf, and you won't need to worry about any of this stuff. No, the missus won't have that, no. It apparently gets really hot as well, so it's not good for the animals in the summer. No. There you go, there you go. Uh, wow. Grass wins. It's heresy bush, this fake stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if you two love turf so much, then why don't you marry it? <laughs> There's the police coming for him. Uh, Jack the Gardener uh, texts <laughs> to say, I've had to hire a scaffold tower uh, to cut some branches from my tree at home. Uh, get the uh, drum, uh, drum roll ready. It felt like I was going up in the world, he says. Oh, I, uh, genuinely, we've got his number and everything. He's got his details. I hope for his sake that that story wasn't made up just as some kind of construct so he could do that pun. <laughs> We'll find out by the end of the show. Right, let's move on. We've got Wayne on the line. Wayne, what did you rent and what happened? Uh, I hired a dirt devil for, uh, for to clean a carpet once uh, for a rented house. Um, and, yeah, the carpet was that filthy because um, we had two kids uh, at the time. And, um, yeah, once and when you obviously clean this carpet, you have to go inch by inch as well. You can't go at vacuum speed. 
So right. yeah, and once once we cleaned uh, the carpet, and once we finished, um, yeah, I pressed this red button, which I thought might have switched it off, but it actually discharged all the water back out onto the carpet, and made it even worse <laughs> than when I originally started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet your language was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it was, uh, it was no worse than my partner's, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. That's so funny, Wayne. Uh, Bobby says, uh, I rented Everton's season highlights DVD, 2122. Bit boring, I must admit. Come on now. There's, there's, there's no need for that, is there? We're talking about boring rentals. But, Bobby, mate, I think that's a little bit uncalled for, isn't it? It was quite dramatic towards the end, in fairness, as well. Not boring at all. How can the, how can being 2-0 down against Crystal Palace at home and then coming back to win 3-2 be boring? But, Bobby, we'll discuss this another time. Bobby, you're the one that looks a fool there. Uh, Dan says, I rented a big wallpaper steamer. I was chuffed at the time. Uh, Is it helped me overcome a battle with some particularly stubborn wood chip wallpaper? On reflection, though, it was one of the lowest points of my life. There you go. Dark, dark times when you rent something boring. This is The Daily Takeaway. takeaway. Bush and Ritchie here. It's home time on a Wednesday night. Busy old home time show. Busy old week. Don't forget Friday's show. We're going to be in a bed in Manchester's Arndale Centre all day uh, from 8am right the way through to the end of this show at 7pm, raising money for the brilliant Cash for Kids. Uh, We are really delighted uh, with every single one of you that has uh, helped and donated at absoluteradio.co.uk slash beds. Uh, We were really chuffed uh, when the Dave Barry Breakfast Show said, boys, come on this morning uh, because we'd like to help as well. We played a special version of Five Words, Five Grand. Here's what went down. Five Words, Five Beds. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to spin the random player generator and see whether you're playing along with Emma or Glenn. Here we go. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. 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 Or is it going to be Glenn? Who are you choosing? It's immediately pressure because you're just going to offend someone, aren't you? Um, We'll be okay, Richie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bush, what do you reckon? I I feel like she's back from maternity leave. She's twice as bad. It's going to be be Emma Jones. Emma Jones is in play. Excellent work. Okay, Emma, please leave the studio. Good luck, guys. Sorry, Glenn. That's okay. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Emma has left the studio. So, boys, I'm going to give you five words. I want you to say the first word that comes to mind. We'll then give Emma Jones the same five words. And if all five match up, you're going to win five beds for the kids. Okay. So, here we go. You can confer. It's not a bed per word. You need all five words to win. And your first word this morning is... Asleep. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. What are you thinking, uh, Richie? Awake. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a certain rhythm to it. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's an opposite. Yeah. Well, you like yeah. a good That's opposite. Good. Yeah. Really yeah. good. That's nice. First one that comes to mind when I say indie. Pendle. Well, I mean, I'm thinking uh, disco. Yes. It's going to be indie disco. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We lock in disco, not pendants. <laughs> Independence. Can I, can, I, can I swap in for 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take Indy Disco. <sighs> right, OK. Oh, dear, dear. <laughs> oh, I'm falling apart again. <laughs> Independence. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, right. Your third word is home. Don't say anything, Richie. <laughs> uh, I, right, I know what we should say, and I'll tell you what I was going to say. I was going to say, and, uh, and away. But we should say time. Yes, we should say time. I've just realised now. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here, lads. Yeah. I understand, Dave. Yeah. I see how it's going. You're meant to display a wider contextual understanding of the station as a whole. You're just be because we didn't pick you, Glenn, to stay out of this, mate, all right? <laughs> OK, the penultimate word this morning is pillow. Oh, p- pillow talk? Yeah, talk, definitely talk. Okay, I had you down as pillow fight kind of guy, Bush, but okay, that's nice. Yeah, pillow. <laughs> Could happen, see what happens on Friday. <laughs> it's just a bit playful, you know. Uh, pillow talk. <laughs> and finally, French. Kiss. I'm going to say kiss as well. Oh, wow. Okay, awake, disco, time, talk, kiss. That's a good set of words. I mean, we could have had um, awake, pendants, and away. (laughs) (laughs) So there you are on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show this morning. That's us doing our bit. Uh, We've chosen the awesome Emma Jones to play on our behalf. Uh, Listen next to find out how Richie nearly derailed the entire competition. I didn't want to say this this morning because obviously it was this morning, Bush, but particularly with what we were talking about on yesterday's show, I just need to let you know, I was naked when we were playing this. Please don't do that. Do not. That's not just me that's been hoodwinked. And it's not just the general public, the home time listeners. Emma Jones doing her best to try and help us out to win beds for this amazing cause. No, no idea that at the time you're completely naked. And I think as we're about to hear uh, your nakedness... uh, (laughs) kind of slightly, I don't know, distracted you somewhat from your normal attention span when answering questions and stuff like that? Maybe, maybe. So here we are then. Here's Emma coming up with the other words in the second half of Five Words, Five Beds, raising money for an amazing cause. Let's see how we got on. Five words, five beds. Absolute radio. Emma Jones is back in play. Bush and Richie have been waiting patiently on the line. Gentlemen, how are you feeling at this stage? Concerned about the French one. Okay, don't yes. give any of the words away. Thanks for the heads up. Oh, no. It's okay. Like, it's it's right. You've given the setup, not the answers. <laughs> oh, no. Can everyone stop talking about this game, please? <laughs> it's funny that our listeners know the rules better than the people who actually work. For Richie, this is actually the hardest game to play. <laughs> Can't take him anywhere. But will it be the easiest one to win? We're about to find out. Okay. Here we go. I can't believe I've got to prep Richie more than we do the listeners, Emma. You're absolutely right. This is unbelievable. OK. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. The first word that I gave the boys this morning, Emma, was asleep. Awake. Yes! yes. One Come on. step closer. Come on. To five beds for the kids. OK. Stay, stay quiet, Richie. <laughs> Indie. Um, well, because you've got Andrew on, I would say indie disco. Yeah. Yes. 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 And Could only Andrew. Have been. 
Yeah, sorry. Is that what your mum calls you? <laughs> Is that when, when she tells me off, yeah. <laughs> she calls you Andy Disco. <laughs> Andy Disco, get down these stairs now! <laughs> OK, next up, you, you get, you're, you're in the zone here, yeah, Emma. I like, it. I like it when I can see the, see the eyes going. It's good. Home. Time. Yes, there yes. you go. Yes. Yes. Very well. <laughs> OK. Now, we know one of the two remaining words is French. <laughs> and we'll get yep. there presently. But first, <laughs> pillow. Um, pillow talk? Yes! 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 Oh, wow. Well done, EJ. <laughs> French. <laughs> oh, la, la, la. French fries? Oh, oh no! no! I was on for a clean sweep. <laughs> French kiss. Oh. You know oh. these two. <laughs> they love a French kiss. You know they like a little Rochelle. We saw the Absolutely pictures. Love it. We saw the bum bags. We saw the graffiti. <laughs> Pillow talk and French kiss. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, hey. You might be able to talk like that on home time, but not on Sorry. breakfast, okay? Let's calm down, everyone. It's very Do you know what, before the watershed. Richie was right though. He was worried about the French thing and he was right. I was right mm. to be. Yeah, but I was gonna say windows. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, I wouldn't have said that. So. Uh, do you know what? I think it goes about saying that we're going to give you the five yeah. bears. Of course oh, we are. Absolutely, well of course we are. Thanks, guys. Well done, Thank gentlemen. You. This is an amazing thing you've got involved with. I really am so proud of you. And if you want to help out, you can head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash beds, where you can donate however much you can spare. £10, £25, or you could be a total bed hero uh, and buy an entire one. As I say, it's Absolute Radio. .co.uk slash beds. Bush and Rich, are you still there? Yes. Yes, we oh, are. Oh, good, good. OK, I have some amazing news. Um, I've had a text from Shelley at Wix, our dear friend Shelley. Um, she messaged me saying, Dave, I've loved hearing Bush and Richie play Five Words, Five Beds this morning. Great fun for a great cause. All of us at Wix would love to help out. So we're going to double the amount of beds you give away. So that's ten beds. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Wix. That's how you do it. Thank you so much to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show and thank you so much uh, to Wix uh, for, for doubling things. Just to, th just to think, Bush, we, it could have been double nothing if I'd really messed all that up. So a massive thank you uh, to Wix. Oh, don't, 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 don't. Thank you naked. so much. And if, if, if you would like to donate uh, ahead of our big day in a bed on Friday, absoluteradio.co.uk. Slash beds. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So I'm just trying to hold it together a little bit because um, you can, you can sympathise with me on this. Uh, on Friday's show, I'm going to be in a bed all day with, with Richie, uh, uh, raising money for cash for kids. 500,000 kids in the UK don't have a bed to sleep in. We're trying to do something about it. We're going to be in the Arndale Centre in Manchester uh, from 8am in a bed like John and Yoko. But a lot of the conversation this week, even us being on the Dave Barry Breakfast Show this morning... Uh, is about Richie's nakedness when he's sleeping. So we, we really need to firm... I almost want to get a printed agreement for you to sign it and let's take a photo of it with today's newspaper so that we, we, we agree that you're not going to be naked whilst this is going on. Because I, I ain't doing all day in bed with you, Starkers, Sunshine. Mate, you don't, you, you don't need a printed agreement. You can have my words on this show right now. I, I won't be naked because, of course, you and I committed on this show yesterday to wear whatever the pyjamas were that our producer, Adem, 
has ordered for us. Uh, let's uh, cross to him. He's the only one who actually is in the studio today uh, to find out what is the tracking latest on our PJs for Friday. Um, ordered next day delivery. It's the next day. There is nothing in reception. <laughs> so you may be naked. Okay. Oh, my word. I'm willing to... We're in, we'll be in the Arndale, right? I'm willing to walk around the Sports Direct 150 feet. <laughs> there are options. This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway.